Welcome to the only podcast for piano teachers just starting out, Piano Teacher Primer. My name is Angela Toon. Keep listening for the prime pro tips you can use with your own students right away. Episode 51, Students' Brains on Music. Remember that old commercial, this is your brain on drugs, and it like scrambled the eggs to show that your brains are scrambled when you do drugs? Well, this episode is to do the opposite, to show how students' brains are improved by taking piano lesson, by learning the, any musical instrument this will apply. But at the end, I will share some specific things about piano lessons that, that we can share with our students that helps them in their life. Uh, check out the show notes. I will have a few links in there if you want to geek out further on the fun things that this episode will bring you. And kind of hilarious because I apparently have a super brain if I know how to play the piano, right? Well, I don't know why, but my episode did not record. So this is take two. It's going to be even better than the first one. So I still have some growth to come. So I'll go practice the piano later. (laughs) But as teachers, we know how to play the piano. We know the benefits of learning an instrument, but sometimes the parents need educating if they don't play an instrument themselves. Sometimes students may not realize some of the reasons why their parents want them to take piano lessons. And most of the things I'm gonna share today, they're just sort of extra reasons or extra benefits on this side. I think the main reason why parents want their students in piano lessons is so they learn how to play the piano. It gives them a choice later. It gives them a skill that they would maybe not otherwise give themselves, but is so good when their brains are young and elastic and growing and sponges and can absorb this information more quickly and more easily. As we will see though, it's never too late. And I have some adult students that I'll talk about. Uh, Another thing that we share is when you're 80 years old, kids, you're probably not gonna be playing soccer, but you will still be able to play the piano. So it's a skill that we are giving them. It's a choice that we're giving them later so that later when they they can choose whether to play the piano or not. And they always have a choice, but if they have that skill, then they can use it whenever they want to. Speaking of um, going back to the elderly, have you seen those videos of like Alzheimer patients who can't recognize their own children, but they remember how to play their favorite piece on the piano? I've even had adult students who are learning the piano specifically to ward off the effects of dementia. And science backs this up, which is fun. Uh, There was a study of people who started to play the piano, started to play the piano between the ages of 60 and 85 and noted after six months, quote, those who had received piano lessons showed more robust gains in memory, verbal fluency, the speed at which they processed information, planning ability, and other cognitive functions as compared with those who had not received lessons. So, says this source, it's never too late. It's never too late. Um, A twin study, so like there were two twins and one learned music and one didn't, reported that musicians were 64% less likely to develop mild cognitive impairment or dementia. Wow, so that's pretty exciting. 
that learning the piano, learning a musical instrument can ward off, can head off dementia and can help keep those neurons firing in the right directions. Um, there, there are a lot of studies about the effect of listening to music on the brain. So we can go into a few of those. Um, there's a lot of evidence that listening to certain music while studying can be very beneficial and can help open up those neurons and connect those things. I'm not super scientific, so it's a little bit out of my zone to be like giving you statistics and things, but bear with me. According to a 2007 study, music, listening to music, classical music specifically, can help your brain absorb and interpret new information more easily. Your brain processes the abundance of information it receives from the world around you by separating it into smaller segments. The researchers found evidence to suggest that music can engage your brain in such a way it trains it to pay better attention to events and make predictions about what might happen. And I can see how classical music specifically helps with this because of the harmonies. And we sometimes think we know what's going to happen and then it's a different chord than we expect. Whereas most pop music is pretty predictable as far as what chords are used, right? So I can see that the, the elevated um, complications of classical music chords could be beneficial for this exact thing. And then the brain can use that in the future. But what is it about actually making music that is even more beneficial to the brain than listening to it? It engages practically every area of the brain at once. And quote, disciplined structured practice strengthens these brain functions, allowing us to apply that brain strength to other activities. And we'll go into what some of those are. And learning as children is very valuable. Like we said, their brains are more uh, elastic and they can absorb more information more quickly. Children who, this is a quote here, children who had a few years of piano study under their belts, even just a few years, they could remember 20% more vocabulary words than their peers. Now again, we're not, here's your piano lessons so that you learn more vocabulary words. I get that. These are just fun and different things as an added benefit of learning the piano. Dr. John Danny, I think is how you say it, he says, playing an instrument may be one of the best ways to help keep the brain healthy. It engages every major part of the central nervous system. It's basically the brain's equivalent of a full body workout. <laughs> Couple that with total sensory input, visual, auditory, emotional, all at the same time. So it's a workout for the brain. Recent studies suggest music may be a uniquely good form. He's talking about playing music, I think. A um, uniquely good form of exercising your brain. And he says, fun can also be good for you. And I can totally chime in on this, that I've been learning the organ and creating this brand new pathway of my feet doing complicated notes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it is definitely challenging. Definitely a workout for the brain. I get really tired, but it's so fun. It is so fun. And I hope that students can somehow grasp 
this fun part of learning. And that it's really fun for our brains to learn new things. So it's engaging practically every area of the brain at once. Okay, the main thing that I love to share with students and parents is how learning music, specifically piano, helps connect the two halves of your brain. So if you know, the brain has two sides and there's a left side and a right side left hemisphere, right hemisphere. The left side of the brain controls the right side of the body and the right side of the brain controls the left side of the body. So it like crosses, then the nerves cross somewhere. And so you can think of the complicated motions involved in playing two-handed piano. Wow, does that ever increase the brain activity of the left and the right side? And then again, science backs this up. There's a bridge between the hemispheres and people that play a musical instrument. It increases the volume and activity between the two sides and allows messages to get across the brain even faster. And you think about other instruments. They definitely use the two hands, but the piano is just so much more complex, I feel like, for the... Two hands doing so many different things at the same time. Also, the two halves of the brain, they have different functions besides just the sides of the body. There's the left brain, you know, is more mathematical, more precision, more analytical, more figuring out and getting it right. Uh, So you can translate this to music. It's kind of like the rhythm aspect the precision, getting the notes accurate, and the the muscle memory of making the notes permanent in your body. And then there's the right side of the brain. It's more creative, um, new information, more novel, uh, more interpretation, more feelings and emotions are more on the right side of the brain. And so you can think of in piano, well, there's obviously if someone's creating making up something on the piano, improvising, they're going to use more of the right side of the brain. But also, even if you're playing notes that are on, you know, from a book, somebody else wrote them and made them up, there's still a lot of creativity, interpretation and dynamics and imagery. Those are all going to be the right side of the brain. So basically, especially in piano lessons, we are engaging both sides of the brain. We are bridging both sides of the brain. And now I tell students, I tell them a shorter version of this in lessons, but think about when students are have other activities that could be beneficial for both sides of the brain to be talking to each other. Coordination of the hands and feet. How about sports? Yes. How about um, even in sports, right? You have the left side of the training and the drills, and then you have the right side of the creativity of what specific skill you're going to use at that moment. So I tell them learning the piano helps you in your sport. Sometimes students have it compartmentalized in their mind. Soccer is cool. Piano is not cool. And if I can help them see that playing the piano, learning piano is helping them in their sport, then maybe they will think of it as a little more cool. And if they are in other musical 
pursuits. Like if they're learning another instrument at school, if they're in orchestra or if they're in choir or if they take voice lessons too or if they're in musical theater, I always try to tell them, wow, learning the piano is helping you in these other musical areas also because you understand rhythm already. You know about note reading and you know about finding your way around a musical page and finding your way with your ears, with music. It's just like you're immersed in it and you'll be even better. And so these are some ways that I connect the benefits of playing the piano to other aspects of their life. So to wrap things up, I for sure know, even though my brain still struggles, (laughs) I for sure know that Learning the piano has helped my brain and has helped my life. And let's not forget about the dedication of learning an instrument and how it takes grit, dedication, daily practice to build these skills. And don't we need to be able to conquer hard things in adult life by breaking them down into smaller, smaller actionable items all the time? right? So this is a huge thing that students get from piano lessons, music lessons in general, is the dedication and the grit and the determination to accomplish hard things. So thank you teachers for helping your students along. And I would love to hear if you have observed or learned more things about this topic. And so head to Instagram and there's a post for this episode. And I would love to hear what you've learned or observed about the effect of music study on the brain. Thanks again for being here. We'll see you next. Are you having as much fun with this podcast as I am? Are you getting some actionable tips? Help more beginning piano teachers find us by leaving a rating and a review. On Apple, you just scroll down to the bottom and click on the stars. And on Spotify, you click the three dots near the top and click rate show. Also visit AngelaToon.com for free videos, downloads, courses. Together, we'll change the world one student at a time.